When it comes to public speaking, the hardest part isn't getting up there. The hardest part is knowing what to say. Looking for a way to start your day. Thinking about some new ways to get paid. Feeling like there's much more you can do. Thank you for tuning into the Business Life and Coffee podcast, the podcast that helps you become a better business leader by helping you build a better life. On this episode, I want to help you unlock the secrets to better public speaking. More and more professionals are getting promotions and entrepreneurs are closing deals because of the power of their words. I did some researching and you're not going to believe this. People who embrace public speaking actually make 10% more money than people who have a fear of public speaking. I'd argue that public speaking is a tool in your professional toolkit that makes you more valuable. We'll talk about why in a few minutes, but ask yourself this question. What opportunities am I missing out on because I'm afraid of public speaking? Again, let that sink in. What opportunities am I missing out on because I'm afraid of public speaking? Before we jump into the core of the podcast today, I want to share just a few announcements. We're kicking off that Monday Night Mastermind soon, starting March 4th, 2019 at 9 p.m. Eastern to 10 p.m. Eastern. And you can sign up at businesslifeandcoffee.com slash pages slash MNM. Now, we've got a few of these masterminds going on. So, hey, get in where you fit in. There's leadership, accountability, goal setting, networking for entrepreneurs. There's also one for professional career coaching. And if you're looking to start a podcast, I've got one for you, too. So you're going to join me for an hour and let's really do a deep dive into some of the goals that you want to accomplish and the challenges that get in your way. Also, if you're not ready to commit to a mastermind just yet, why don't you hop on over to businesslifeandcoffee.com and check out my free seven-day leadership course. If you go to the website, businesslifeandcoffee.com, it will pop up for you to opt in. All you need is your email address. You'll get seven emails from me, one each day, and I give away a free Business Life and Coffee t-shirt once a month to somebody that subscribed on the list. So hey, even if you don't want to get the leadership lessons, you could get a free t-shirt out of it. So go over there to businesslifeandcoffee.com and check it out. Also, we're going to add something new to the podcast, a Q&A. So each episode, I actually want to start answering your questions because, hey, this is the Business Life and Coffee podcast. This is supposed to feel like you're sitting with me at a coffee table at a coffee shop somewhere and we're just kicking it learning and talking about business and entrepreneurship. So if you have a question that I can answer for you, I'll do my best and go ahead and submit that question to me at jprice at jumpstart-hr.com. Again, that's jprice at jumpstart-hr.com. All right, so 
Are you ready to learn how to speak in public so that others will listen? First of all, let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. Let's unpack the three reasons why public speakers are so valuable. Now, these are my own thoughts. You know, I travel across the country, speak at different places. I have a weekly podcast. I'm an influencer, a writer. I've been a professor. I've been leaders in organizations. And really, I believe that I've been chosen for a lot of these opportunities because of my ability to be a public speaker. Now, you may be listening to this podcast thinking, hey, Joey, I hear what you're saying. Public speaking is great, but it's not for me. Hey, trust me, if I can do it as an introvert, you can do it too. Really, it's all about practice makes perfect. So I want you to drop your guard a little bit and hear me out. If you feel like you're not a public speaker, I promise you, it's all about knowing what to say. It's all about organizing your content in the right way, rehearsing it and getting your stuff together so that people will listen to what you have to say. But why are public speakers so valuable? I have three key reasons. People who speak in public are seen as natural leaders because of their ability to communicate ideas to large groups of people. Are you wondering how you can show your leadership skills at work? Why not speak up? Next, I believe that people who speak in public are seen as intelligent, not just like nerdy because it's not all about how much you know, but it's how much you can articulate what you know or how much can you get across what you know? How much can you persuade people to take action, to think, or to even just share your ideas. So people who speak in public are seen as intelligent because it takes skill, effort, and let's not forget this last one, practice, skill, effort, and practice to be able to know a subject well enough to share it with others. So many people think that public speaking is just getting up there and winging it. I can tell you the quickest way to fail as a public speaker is to not have a plan for your words, not having a plan for your audience and not having a plan for what you want them to do next. That's why when I go up to speak, I will always script out my talk, whether it's just three points in my head or writing it down on my phone. Every time I'm speaking somewhere, I'm making sure that I have a checklist of things I want to say. And the last reason why I feel that public speakers are so valuable is that people who speak in public, let's face it, they're willing to take on the responsibility of introducing new ideas and getting feedback on those ideas, especially when those ideas could be untested, new, or controversial. You ever heard that phrase of someone who's able to take a bullet for someone else? Well, <laughs> If you're a public speaker, whether you're a manager at an organization or for your nonprofit or even on a team, if you're the one who is sharing new ideas, that can be really, really scary. So if you're the one who's up there willing to introduce new ideas to a team, you're instantly seen as valuable because not everybody likes to be the bearer of bad news. Not everybody likes to be the bearer of change. But if you can be seen as someone who can help the change management process by actually speaking up, you know, you might get that 10% raise. You might be found to be 10% more valuable. So I definitely think if you don't hear anything else I say, know that your ability to earn more income could be tied to your desire and interest 
in being a public speaker. And on the other side of that, your desire to make more money is actually hindered by your fear of public speaking. Now, earlier in the episode, I told you that the hardest part of public speaking is knowing what to say. And you didn't think I was going to leave you hanging without giving you tips, did you? That's just not me. And plus, that's why you're listening. So here's what I've learned over the years about building a speech or talk, no matter if it's three minutes or 30 minutes. There's actually more than three ways to craft your talk, but these are the three most important ways that you need to master if you want to step in front of any audience and share anything. So there's three ways that I'm going to talk about to craft a message. And this is a key because you want to make sure your message is organized. The number one way to turn off an audience is to seem unprepared. If you're unprepared, if you're disorganized, if your points don't connect and people can't follow where you're going, man, you're going to bomb. It's going to suck so bad. And I can't say that I've always been a perfect communicator. And first of all, I am not a perfect communicator, but I've just had really good moments and I've had some really bad moments. There was one time where I was giving a speech and this person came up to me and they said, hey, you know what? You kind of lost me at that third point. I didn't understand what you're trying to say. And that really stuck out to me because I thought that I nailed it. I thought that I killed it. The room, they were laughing. I had them thinking they were following me, but I got that feedback from that one person and it stuck with me. And it made me realize that maybe I wasn't as organized as I thought I was. Maybe I wasn't as clear as I thought I was. And I'm not saying that every single negative feedback matters. Every piece of negative feedback matters, but there's always room for improvement. And if somebody is courageous enough to come up to you and say, hey, you lost me. Well, you should take that to heart and you should say, hmm. Maybe I didn't have my stuff together the way that I thought I did. So, you know, there's three ways I'm going to teach you how to organize your speech or organize a talk, whether it's a toast, whether it is a message, whether it is a TED talk, whether you are presenting in front of a class or presenting a new idea in front of your boss, I'm going to give you three ways. So the first way that you can organize a message is what I like to call the whole and its parts. So it's like you have a big apple pie and then you cut it up into slices. And so the slices make up the whole apple pie. And this is really the most common and easiest way to organize a message. What you do is you start with one main idea and then you go on to discuss the key points that support or explain that main idea. And I love the whole and its parts because it keeps you, well, it keeps you organized. It makes sure that everything you're saying in your talk drives home the point that you are trying to say is your your main point or your key takeaway. This podcast, it's an example of whole and its parts. You're listening because you want to learn how to speak in public so others will listen. And I'm giving you that answer with three ways that you can choose from to build a topic for your speech and to build a message for your speech. So I gave the main subject that if you want to make more money, you've got to be a better public speaker. And then I'm giving you three ways to be a better public speaker. But I actually proved that people are more valuable when they're public speakers up front because I told you why they're valuable. So I give you the main point and then I just continue to just continue to build upon that point and drive it home. So with the whole and the parts, it's the best way to create a talk 
because with this format, you go back to grade school, you go back to outlining where you identify your main point first, and then you add supporting bullets that give information and context. And you want to be able to follow what you're saying in your bullet points, because if you can't follow it, nobody else is going to be able to follow it either. And honestly, one of the great ways that you can rehearse a talk is to give it to somebody else who has no idea what you're talking about or doesn't have the same kind of background as you. Share your notes and say, hey, does this flow make sense to you? And you're probably going to hear somebody say, well, I understand the first point, but I don't know how you got to that third point or I don't know how you got to that second point. And that's going to force you to go back and really challenge yourself on if your information flows from point to point to point. So that's the whole and its parts. It's taking one major topic and then three points to deliver the value home to the people listening about your main point. All right. The next way is going to be chronological order or what I like to call what happens next. So I'm sure you've used the chronological order as a kid and you didn't even know it. And I'm going to tell you why you're going to laugh. But if you were ever in trouble (laughs) as a kid and your parents asked you, hey, what happened? Like who stole the cookies or why is this glass jar broken? You probably told them in the order of it happening to the best of your understanding. It probably went something like this. Well, you know, I was playing, I was playing ball in the house and then I heard this noise and I was afraid of what happened. So I ran and hide, but then I came around and peeked around the corner and I saw that the glass jar hit the ground because somebody else threw the ball. It wasn't even me. It was somebody else. They threw the ball and it knocked the glass jar down. So the chronological order way of framing your talk is what? happens next. And when you speak and share chronological order, you could be talking about something that happened in the past, or you could be talking about something you want to happen in the future. This is super important if you're trying to introduce a new process. If you're trying to introduce a new process, you're trying to get people to do something. You're trying to get people to follow certain behaviors or even create new behaviors. So you want people to know, step one, you're going to do this. Step two, you're going to do this. Step three, step four, step five. You're laying out the vision for what it is that you want people to do. And you're doing it in such a way that people can just follow your steps. They can follow your blueprint. Now, that's different from whole and its parts, because with whole and its parts, you're explaining a topic and why it's important. With chronological order, you're explaining a topic and how it happened or how you want it to happen in the future. So the last one that I'm going to share with you guys is it's called the problem solution way of organizing your information, but I call it the big pitch. It has nothing to do with baseball. It actually has more to do with entrepreneurship and problem solution messages. These are used when you have a problem that needs to be solved and you think that your idea is the one to fix it. And I call it the big pitch because if you've ever watched an episode of Shark Tank, you've seen people give problem solution presentations. Shout out to my guy, Justin Forsett, who was on with The Shower Pill and my friends who do the, there's a coffee, uh, Suniva Coffee, that is a super coffee. I've got some friends that were on on Shark Tank and the way that they came on stage is they say, you know, first they greet the sharks and say how they're, how they're doing. But then you go into, and if you watch it, most of these kind of flow the same, but they start out by saying, this is a problem that is sweeping the nation. We are missing this type of product or because this product doesn't exist, so many people are doing something inefficiently or so many people are doing something in a way where it's just frustrating. 
and my product or my service or my offering is so much better because it helps alleviate these issues based on the way that we currently do things. And in a problem solution structure like that, kind of like the Shark Tank model, there's three things that you're doing. You're telling the audience what's broken and why it's a problem. You're letting your audience know why the problem occurs. And then you're giving what steps you believe can be taken to fix it. And that's why I call it the big pitch, because you're not explaining something just for the sake of explaining it like you would do in whole of it in its parts. And you're not just giving the steps to how something should be done or how something uh, happened in the past with chronological order. But with the big pitch, you're actually kind of combining them. You're saying, OK, here's the issue. And then here's what I think we should do to solve it. And when you use this format, you are going to be able to use it if you're pitching a solution to a business problem at work or even to present an idea to investors when money is on the line. If you ever want to communicate the return on investment for something, you want to use the problem solution way of organizing information. And remember, when presenting a problem solution style of a talk or a message or a pitch, you always want to answer this question. What's in it for the person I'm speaking to? Or more simply put, does this pass the who cares test? If money's on the line, you've got to be able to show why it matters to an investor. If you're trying to have your initiative or your suggestion to be the winning suggestion amongst a whole host of others, you've got to show your team, you got to show your manager, you got to show your boss how your solution is so much better than the others. So we talked about why public speakers are so valuable. We talked about some tips that I have to organize your messages and to make them more effective, to be a more effective communicator. And that's really what I wanted to talk about with you today. Try to keep these things at like 20 minutes. I want to get any questions that you have about communicating. So I'll probably ask some questions on Instagram. So give me a follow at Joey V Price HR. You can also shoot me an email about questions. And every week I'm going to try to answer them. So that's jprice at jumpstart-hr.com. And just let me know what you think about the show. Drop a five star review on iTunes. If you loved it, go ahead and share this episode with three friends. Go ahead and share it with five friends. Give it to some people. And why don't you phrase it? Why don't you try an exercise where you share this podcast with a friend and you explain it in the whole and its part. So you might say, hey, I love this podcast because it's super helpful. And then the question you're going to ask is, why is this podcast super helpful? So you're going to go into the three ways that you think that this podcast is helpful. And then you just created a whole and its parts. So you may say, hey, Brian, I think that this podcast is super helpful. If you want to be an entrepreneur, you'll say number one, because it's quick and to the point and you're able to learn some things that you've never learned before or enhance some skills that you've been worried about. Number two, you might say, hey, the host, he's a pretty great guy. He's had some success in business and he's sharing his wealth of knowledge with us for free. And then number three, you might say, well, you know, he's sharing this information and he's got a mastermind group. So this could be the start of you checking out 
what he's got to say before you join his mastermind group. So that's a whole and parts of why this podcast is helpful. All right. Well, this has been another episode of the Business Life and Coffee podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll see you next week. Don't forget that we've got the mastermind classes and I keep bringing this up because I want you to be a part of it. I want you to be a part of it. I want your friends to be a part of it. I want you and your friends to join together so that you all can be accountability partners throughout the week and really just crush your goals in 2019. We always write lists and resolutions and we post on IG or on social media about what we're working on, what we're doing. And life just gets so distracting that we just never, never get it done. But with the mastermind, you're going to put your money where your mouth is and you're going to commit to a goal and I'm going to help you make it happen. So that link is going to be in the show notes for you to join, whether you want to join the entrepreneur one, the career coaching or the podcasting. And that's going to be at businesslifeandcoffee.com slash pages slash MNM. If you've recently started a business, why take away time from what you're good at? Only to focus on difficult, pesky HR problems. Jumpstart HR LLC offers a better solution. Jumpstart HR provides HR outsourcing support to U.S.-based small businesses and startups and was recently ranked among the top 10 HR outsourcing firms in the country, according to businessnewsdaily.com. From recruitment to employee handbooks to legal compliance, Jumpstart HR helps you get peace of mind about the people in your business. Visit jumpstart-hr.com for more information or follow on Twitter at jumpstarthr. Jumpstart HR, let's build a better business together. Thanks for listening to the Business Life and Coffee Show with Joey Price. We hope you're inspired to become the best version of yourself after listening to our guest. What thought or idea stood out the most to you? Keep the conversation going by tweeting the show at BizLifeCoffee or our host at Joey V. Price HR with the hashtag BLCMoments. And if you like what you just heard, pass along our podcast to at least five people. Detailed show notes can be found at www.businesslifeandcoffee.com and our full archive is available on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Google Play. This has been a Jumpstart HR production. Join us next time for another edition of the Business Life and Coffee Show.